Good morning. So this is uh, Living Well on March 15th amid the uh, coronavirus craziness. So, uh, um, so I think, you know, from the testimonies we just heard, I mean, God's at work here. I mean, clearly God is at work in our church and he's at work in our class. So uh, um, we've seen several things happen. We've seen, I mean, Tammy being able to walk again is a miracle. Um, we've seen other stuff where we've started Bible studies. And so, uh, um, so I mean, what will, what will God do next? I mean, are, are we ready for what God has for us? So, uh, I'm going to talk about, uh, Ezra, uh, chapter seven, verse 10. So for Ezra had prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord and to do it and to teach in Israel statutes and judgments. So I'm going to pray again real quick because uh, I feel like I need it. (laughs) Heavenly Father, Lord, uh, um, thank you so much for this time. Lord, I just, uh, um, Lord, we want to hear from you. That's just, that's it. Um, Plain and simple. Uh, Lord, set me aside, speak to us, speak to me. And uh, Lord, this is your word. This is your people and it's your mission. So Lord, we love you. We praise you in Jesus name. Amen. So, um, so there's three things here that we're going to talk about and they're pretty, they're pretty plain from the scripture, right? Ezra prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord. He prepared his heart to do the law of the Lord. And he prepared to teach um, the statutes and judgments. So, so that's kind of, that's the break, the basic breakdown of the verse. But really at the end of that, I really want to encourage you more with what the Lord will do. I mean, this is, this is our part, but then if, if we'll do this, we'll be ready for what the Lord has to do. So, So the the first piece there, Ezra prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord. So, you know, one of the reasons um, you want to prepare your heart is um, is so that you don't do evil. It's we know from being taught here that you're in one of two spiritual families, right? You're either in God's family or you're in Satan's family and you don't really so much get a choice about what you do. You're going to kind of do what your family does, right? So unfortunately with the Christian side, it's just not really automatic because you're, you're schizophrenic, right? You've got your new nature in this horrible, sinful flesh. And so you know, if you're in Satan's family, you don't really have a choice. You're just going to do what your father does. But once you're in God's family, now there's a choice. There's a daily choice. And that needs to be made. And we need to prepare ourselves to make that choice. And if we don't, um, we'll see Second uh, Chronicles 12.14. Rehoboam did evil in the sight of the Lord. And he did evil because he didn't prepare his heart. 
Second Chronicles twelve fourteen, and he did evil because he prepared not his heart to seek the Lord. Simple as that. He was the king, and he was the king in Judah. He was supposed. I mean, this is the righteous part of the kingdom, but he did evil, and it was simply because he didn't prepare himself. And I don't think anybody wakes up in the morning and goes, "You know what? I'm going to be evil today." I'm going to go about and I'm going to wreck my life and everybody's life that I come in contact with. But it can happen that way. So we need to, we just need to prepare, prepare ourselves for that. Um, second thing is you'll have protection in times of trouble. So first Samuel seven, three and Samuel spake unto all the house of Israel, saying, If ye do return unto the Lord with all your hearts, then put away the strange gods and Astaroth among you, from among you, and prepare your hearts unto the Lord and serve him only, and he will deliver you out of the hand of the Philistines. If you're seeking the Lord, he'll be found. And he'll provide protection. Uh, next is uh, um, and actually it's Psalms uh, 57 7 and the word changes here a fixed heart oh God my heart is fixed I will sing and give praise when you're fixed on the Lord when you're seeking the Lord you'll have praise in your heart and that that is a good place to be So even when, you know, you're on lockdown and the world's gone crazy, we couldn't buy, we couldn't buy paper towels. Marla went, I don't know how many places, just, I mean, five places just to buy a couple rolls of paper towels to be able to clean the house up. Everybody's bought them all up. Bottled water. Yeah. So... We can praise the Lord through all this because we're hard. Our heart is fixed on Him. Prepare your heart to be fixed on Him. And then to, if you're in a place where you haven't prepared your heart unto the Lord, you haven't prepared your heart to seek the Lord, well, then the way to start is just by, it's simple, is just start by asking. So, First um, Chronicles twenty nine eighteen. O Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, our fathers, keep this forever in the imaginations and thoughts of the heart of thy people and prepare their heart unto thee. Ask and he'll do it for you. He'll start you down that path. And I'm not saying there isn't going to be some work involved, but we'll see later the the work you do and the work the Lord does. There's no comparison. So next, uh, Ezra, you know, I should have, I should have backed up. I should have given a little uh, overview of Ezra. Um, Next, Ezra prepared his heart to seek the love Lord and to do it. So this is, it doesn't make sense to just seek the Lord if you're not going to do what he says. This is so critical. 
I mean, you can't really do what you don't know. So you do have to be seeking first and you have to be getting that word from the Lord. But once you've heard from the Lord, you need to, we need to be doing what he says. And we need to prepare ourselves for that because sometimes it isn't really what we want to hear. So, but in that work, um, it does bring joy. Uh, John thirteen seventeen. if ye know these things, happy are ye if ye do them. Right? So that's the Lord speaking. Um, obedience gives understanding. So we get that word from the Lord. Sometimes we, we hear from God and we go, you know, I don't understand. Okay? But if we hear from the Lord and we'll do it, he'll give us understanding. So Psalms 119, 100. I understand more than the ancients because I keep thy precepts. So, <clears throat> and it's, uh, um, the angels actually look down and, and wonder about what's going on here. They don't understand all that the Lord is doing we actually have the ability to understand better than they do, having God's Holy Spirit in us, teaching us. <clears throat> and this is something that, uh, that we're doing in our Bible studies, is seeking, seeking that understanding together. So, and then finally, the third thing is uh, Ezra prepared to teach statutes and judgments. So, um, so in that, you, you can be a messenger for the Lord. I mean, he can use you to get his message out to the world. Uh, Malachi 2.7, which is, Malachi is an awesome book, by the way. For the, for the, yeah, that's right. For the priest's lips should keep knowledge and they should seek the law at his mouth for he is the messenger of the Lord of hosts. God will speak through you. I know uh, um, one time one of my um, one of my aunts they're, uh, they were having trouble with their marriage and uh, two of the sisters were, were talking to each other and uh, the other sister said to her she said you know one of these days something is going to happen and you're not going to want a stranger by your side. You're going to want your husband by your side. And uh, sure enough, it was not long before their daughter, their teenage daughter, developed alopecia and lost all her hair. So if you can imagine a teenage daughter in high school losing her hair, um, I mean, it's not that big a deal for me, okay? And Pastor Best, right? It's a mark of leadership in this church somehow. So, but for a teenage daughter, I mean, image means so much. And it really was a huge blow to their family. And uh, um, and so they were, they, they had stayed together and they walked through it together. And, uh, um, and he was... He was incredible through it. He had joined the board of directors for this group that meets about that, that condition. And I mean, 
you can be a messenger. My aunt was a messenger to my other aunt. <laughs> so uh, um, the other thing is people need a guide. So there's a lot of people. I mean, this is what our Bible studies are about, right? There are people out there. They're asking questions. This book cannot be understood all on its own. If you go and you grab this Bible and you go off on a desert island and start reading this book all by yourself, you'll go nuts. Okay, we need the Lord. The Lord made it so that we need each other and we need each other's help to stay straight on this book. Stay straight on his word. So uh, um, Nehemiah uh, 8, 7 and 8. So this is actually the book of Nehemiah, but this is actually Ezra was standing up. They had, they had the, the law and he stands up and reads it to the people. But then something happened afterward and this is what it was. So there was this group of people that I can't, I can't really say their names because they're too hard, but so there's this group of people in the Levites and here's what they're doing. They're causing the people to understand the law. The people are standing in their place. So they're going to the people and they're helping them understand the law. So they read in the book of the law of God distinctly and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading. So this is huge. I mean, it's, it's a miracle to be saved. But if you get saved, if you get Jesus Christ into your heart and you never learn anything about his book, about his word, you're going to be just like the lost world. My mom went through it. She was saved at a young age, was in a church with no discipleship. As a matter of fact, it was so bad. She grew up in a church where they taught you could lose your salvation. And so rather than being joyful about what she had received, she lived in fear of losing what she had received. And so she was concentrating on keeping it rather than telling people about it. And it wasn't for decades that, that she was taught the truth and her life changed. And and at that point, everything changed. Her life really changed then. And then other people started hearing about the word from her. Um, <clears throat> and then the last, the last one is uh, people need salvation. Acts 26 through 37, which actually I'm going to skip some of the most of that. So 26 through 37 is the story of uh, Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch. And this is the part I want you to see. And Philip ran thither to him. And heard him read the prophet Isaiah and said, Understandest thou what thou readest? And he, the Ethiopian eunuch, said, How can I except some man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. And the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee, of whom speakest the prophet this? Of himself or some other man? Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. And obviously copy-paste didn't work very well there. (laughs) The important part of the verse got cut off. 
So turn there to Acts. Acts 8. Oh, no, that was it. Preached unto him Jesus. Okay. Good. Praise the Lord. It was 36 that I was thinking about. It's pretty incredible. So in 36, he says, here's water. Can I be baptized? Which is pretty amazing that out of that verse from Isaiah, he not only got salvation, but he got the doctrine of baptism. It's incredible. So, uh, Right. I'm sure Philip probably said something. So this is exactly what we're trying to do in our Bible studies, right? We get the book open. We get the book open with somebody who doesn't, doesn't even know Jesus. And then we need to be in a place, we need to be prepared to teach pretty much from anywhere in the Bible and steer somebody to Jesus. And the entire book is about God building a kingdom and he's building his kingdom through Jesus Christ. And so we can do that. That is possible to do that. But we need to be prepared because Philip didn't know what the eunuch was going to say. He didn't know where he was in the book. He had to start from where he was at. Be prepared to teach. So, so then, so Ezra prepared himself to do these three things, right? He prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord. He prepared his heart to do the law of the Lord. And he prepared himself to teach, teach the law. So what was the result? If we go to Ezra 7. Oh, good. This Ezra went up from Babylon and he was a ready scribe in the law of Moses, which the Lord God of Israel had given. And the king granted him all his requests according to the hand of the Lord, his God upon him. It doesn't say Ezra gave an awesome presentation to the king and the king just was moved and he had to give him everything that he wanted. Right. Ezra didn't do any of that stuff. Ezra just prepared the Lord stirred the heart of the king and the Lord granted his request not because Ezra was awesome but but because the Lord is awesome the Lord did the work he had a prepared vessel there to take his word forward and that's what he used so that's where we want to be the uh if, if we'll do these things, the yoke is easy, right? There are some things for us to do, but if we look at uh, Matthew eleven twenty nine and 30, take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest under your souls, for my yoke is easy, my burden is light. If we'll prepare ourselves the Lord will do the work. The Lord will go before us and prepare the way and he'll do, he'll accomplish his mission. Um, another, another one, uh, uh, Joshua, 
chapter 10, verse 11, 12 through 14. So Joshua is, uh, they're in the land and they're starting to have their battles, right? They're starting to get rid of the other inhabitants as the Lord had said. Verse 12, then spoke, spoke, then spake Joshua to the Lord in the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the children of Israel and said in the sight of Israel, Son, stand thou still upon Gibeon, and thou moon in the valley of Ajalon. And the sun stood still, and the moon stayed, until the people had avenged themselves of their enemies. Is it not written in the book of Jasher? So the sun stood still in the midst of heaven, and hasted not to go down about a whole day. And there was no day like that before or after it, that the Lord hearkened unto the voice of a man. For the Lord fought for Israel." I mean, this is incredible. I mean, do we believe the do we believe that the word says what it says? The sun and the moon stood still for a day. Okay, so scientists, this is not possible. Okay, this is totally not possible in the natural world. Okay, praise the Lord, we have a supernatural God that is above those things. What did Joshua do here? He spent his life seeking the Lord. He spent his life preparing. And then he asked. And the Lord did the work. And even verse 14. The battle. So they're in the battle. They're fighting. They're physically fighting the Amorites. For the Lord fought for Israel. The Lord is still even though they're in the battle, they're doing physical labor, the Lord is the one orchestrating it. The Lord is the one that's giving them the victory. And so that's where we, that's, that's what I want to encourage you with is we prepare. We don't have to do great, awesome things. We don't have to be super strong. We just have to stay with the Lord. Keep seeking Him. Keep doing what He says. Keep learning how to teach so that when that time comes and the Lord will do the work. The Lord's going to... We went through the testimonies and we don't have anybody... We don't have any lost people in our Bible studies yet. That day is going to come. They're going to be there. We need to be ready. And the Lord will do the work. He'll do the work of of bringing that person there. We just have to be faithful to be prepared for that time. Um, So, you know, I gave you some examples of of great things God's done, but they're all out of the Bible. And you go, well, you know, that was Old Testament. Does the Lord do that stuff with us today? So, uh, some, some of you may know this, but there's probably a lot of you that don't. Will Lee Holtz is a hero. Will Lee Holtz stopped somebody from, from being attacked and robbed. <clears throat> so this happened a long time ago, and I, I got permission from him to, to talk about this. So that morning, Will got up, as he normally does. He got in the Bible. He read a he read a bit of the Bible. He read a book or, you know, some Psalms, whatever. He prayed like he normally did. 
he probably texted me and said, hey, is there anything I can lift up for you? As he often does. So he's seeking the Lord. And then he got the dog and he went for coffee. And he drove over here to uh, Westport, uh, Westport Road and uh, the traffic way where that wagon is at. There's a little coffee stand over there. And so Will shows up and he's getting dealing with the dog and stuff. And this old guy gets in his car and starts talking about, oh, you know, it's a little, you know, it's a little rougher than I thought it was. It seems like you're asking a lot. And Will's like, what are you talking about? So there's some confusion there. And while they're trying to figure out what's going on, this other Honda pulls up with these kids in it and the loud music and and they kind of survey the situation and then they take off. So, I mean, they're like, well, that was kind of weird. So, Will goes up to get coffee and the guy working the stand goes, was that those kids again? It's like, what are you talking about? Those kids. There was some guy that was robbed last week from, from a bunch of kids in a Honda and it looked like the same one. So, I mean, Will didn't do anything. He just got up. He's seeking the Lord. He wasn't even, he wasn't ever in, even in any danger. And, but if he hadn't been there at that time, if the Lord hadn't directed his steps, if he hadn't been there, that old guy would have been watching for a Honda to pull up and those kids would have taken that guy's money. Maybe beat him, maybe killed him. You don't know. We don't know. But just because Will was seeking the Lord and he's just asking, hey, Lord, use me. Use me however you want. Will's a hero and he didn't have to do a thing but just seek the Lord, walk with the Lord. He wasn't, not till it was over. I mean, it wasn't until he went up to get coffee that the guy goes, was that those kids that robbed that guy last week? (laughs) It's easy to be brave when you don't know what's going on. (laughs) So I just, I want to encourage you, just keep doing these things. Keep seeking the Lord. Um, I myself, so I've discipled a couple of guys. So Al's here, I discipled Al. Ages ago, what about a hundred years? I can't remember how long it's been. So, uh, um, and Mark McKendry, a couple other guys that are out, they left, they're out in the world somewhere. Um, but they were all people that I signed up for discipleship and they assigned to me. And uh, I'm really, I'm burdened and I'm trusting the Lord that He'll use me to share the gospel with somebody and they'll get saved and I'll get to disciple them. I, I, uh, I really, I want, I want that. I want that experience of, you know, it's foster children are great. I love my kids that are from somebody else. Um, but I, I, I want my own now. And so, uh, um, just, yeah, keep doing these things. And they have to be done in order, right? You can't do 
you can't do the law of God until you've sought, until you've sought it out and you, until you know it. You have to know it before you can do it. You don't want to be teaching something you're not doing because that's a hypocrite. That doesn't go well. So you need to be doing it before you're teaching it. But if we'll just do these simple things, then uh, um, the Lord will do the work. Praise the Lord. So uh, um, there's a few questions. So um, we'll we'll get in our groups, our small, tiny groups, because there's very few people here. But uh, where are you at in the three steps? Just We'll just talk about that. Where are you at? What is your next step? And then, uh, um, and then what do you expect? What do you want or expect the Lord to do through you? And, uh, and we'll just pray about that stuff and, uh, and watch and wait for the Lord. So, all right.